Hey everyone, welcome back to Perpetually Dissatisfied, where we talk about things that bother us in society. Uh, Hi, I'm Adam. I am your podcast host, and I'm excited to get this topic started. Uh, Rejoining us is the wonderful Amaris Rodriguez to discuss relationships. Yay! My favorite subject. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like dating... In 2019, almost 2020, is like, there's just so many ridiculous things that we have to jump through just to find somebody, like, worth our time. How do you, Interesting. Yeah. Um, ah, oh, dating sucks, guys. It like, does. I'm just going to say it and, like, jump straight through it. Like, dating is hard. It's time consuming. It takes up, like, your energy. It takes up your emotions. But we all still want to do it. Mm-hmm. Because we're all still like, the end will be so worth it. But is it though? I don't know. I haven't gotten there. And I feel like most couples that I see today, even married couples, right? Like the first couple years are cute. But the older you get, I just feel like people are just like, I don't want to deal with my other person in the space. See, like, I don't know. Like, I'm a very, like, hopeless romantic person, but Mm. slash, like, realist. So it's like, for me, the end goal is not like sunshine happy-go-lucky all the time we love each other we're gonna fucking want to kill each other sometimes like that's gonna be realistic but like the way i said it to someone is just like it's finding someone that like chooses you and keeps choosing you every single day and like you choose them every single day yeah so like no matter what happens you like wake up and you're like fuck we're in this together but like at least we're together and we're gonna figure this shit out yeah no i totally agree um it makes me think of like well, one, right? I We grew up in, you know, immigrant families where, like, relationships and cultural norms and social norms just look so different than the average, like, American. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of it is just, like, how do we fulfill that? Like, at this point in our lives, like, quote, unquote, we should be married, having kids. Oh, yeah. Living the American yeah. dream. But I'm just, like, you know, I think back to those ridiculous articles that people post about, like, Millennials don't want to, like, get married anymore. They're too busy with their dogs. Like, ridiculous posts like that. And I'm just like, but it's true. <laughs> like, we don't want to really get married because... Pe- I yeah. think that deep down... Okay, so, like, this is where, like, the hopeless romantic comes mm-hmm. in, right? I think deep down we do want it. Yeah. I think that society is fucking us up. And I think that, like, when it comes to dating, there's so many other aspects that are making it... Um, that are not necessarily making it worse, but are just changing the way that we see it. Mm-hmm. So, like, if we think back to, like, how it was years ago, uh, like, a lot of things have changed for women. Yeah. So, like, now, like, you get to focus on your career. You get to, like, move up that ladder, you know? And it's something that wasn't really possible back then. So, you were going to be a housewife. Yeah. So, you married young. You had kids. You, like, took care of your husband. You took care of your house. Took care of your kids. And that was pretty much it. Whereas, like, once you got the opportunity and you're like, fuck, like, I can actually make something on my own, I think that's when, like, women started, like, delaying the idea of getting married and having kids and choosing a career over kids. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think that's something that, like, women do consider, especially if you have, like, high hopes and, like, high ambitions for yourself. Um Like, I was just reading something. Um, It was, like, an essay in Modern Love, which Mm -hmm. is based off, like, the New York Times column. And she was saying how she didn't want to have kids because she 
is an all or nothing type of person and she wanted to devote that attention to her career because she knew if she had kids, Mm -hmm. the kids would come first. So true. I think that it's really like, I think there's a lot of aspects that are changing it, but I think deep down most of us, not all of us, because there's obviously like exceptions to everything do want a relationship and do want a partnership because we're social creatures. Yeah. Like we're biologically made to reproduce and to seek out a mate. Yeah. How scientific. (laughs) It's true though. It is true. And I will say, I think for myself, right? I'm in a relationship right now. Must be nice. Can't relate. (laughs) (laughs) But like it wasn't supposed to happen. You know what I mean? So. Isn't that the best kind though? Yeah, because it's really unexpected. And so for me, my relationship was supposed to be just like a hookup. And I was on like doing work and they had, you know, I had a hotel in in the city. And this was before I was leaving North Carolina. And so I had just gotten out of a shitty relationship. And I was like, whatever, like I'm single. I'm going to use the best of my ability to have some fun. And so I did. And, you know, invited a guy over, right? And so in my relationship... Like, it was one of those things where I'm like a cat, and I like attention, but then I don't like attention. Mm -hmm. And that's where the difficulty in dating goes for me, because I'll lose interest real quick. Um, But it's not hard to spike it back up. So, for me, one of the things that was like a constant, like, pull for me was that he just kept chasing me. And like, not a serial killer way, but like, you know, he just kept contacting me and like, wouldn't give up. And I was like, okay, he's persistent. And I guess that turned into like me being like, okay, well, I do have feelings for you and I do like you. And so part of me was just like, okay, well, this relationship was totally by accident, Mm -hmm. but it's something. Yeah. Um, I hear like the best relationships happen by accident. And like, I think something with like right now with my mom said, it's just like, because like she said it, um, because the holidays, so background on me i was engaged yeah adam knows this Mm -hmm. um so i was with my ex for two years and 11 months um so we almost made it to three but we didn't um i mean i guess if you count like the month that we dated we technically made it to three so i'll count it but so like three (laughs) years um so i was engaged so that ended in april so i hadn't been dating I haven't dated in like the longest time mm-hmm. and everything has changed. Like I stopped dating when I was 24 and I'm like 27 mm-hmm. and now I come back to dating and everything has fucking changed and I never thought I'd have to do this again. So I had to like relearn and like readjust everything that I knew mm-hmm. and that's a weird place to be in. It really is rough. Like, when I was dating, so before I actually jumped into my relationship, because I'm in a long-distance relationship, which has its own fair share of... I want to talk to you about that. Yeah, definitely. Because I have stories to tell you. Yeah, yeah. No, please do. And I think, like, it it takes really strong people to be in Uh long-distance. But in the dating, like, scene, whether you're in North Carolina, Chicago, wherever the place you can be, like, I just feel like there's constant situations where dating can be good or it can be bad and i feel Mm -hmm. like in chicago like it's hard to date anyone because most people our age are looking for one thing and if not then they're trying to commit but like they're the scary kind of commit like the you know the show you 
that's how I feel. <laughs> oh my God. I did an entire article on you. Really? Okay. Yes. I did like an opinions article because like it, I don't know if you remember, but when that show first came on, like mm. every girl was just like, why, how, why is this bad? Like he seems like the perfect boyfriend. And, and like, I like when I was first watching it, I think I forgot what my headline was, but it was like, we fell for it. Like yeah. that it, I remember that phrase was in our, in my headline because I remember watching the show and like being a couple episodes and I was like, he seems like a great boyfriend. And then he ends up and being... And then he ends up being a murderer. Yeah. So like not so great, but like at the beginning and it was just, I don't know. It was just something that reminded me of it. Cause it's like, I remember seeing all the tweets and like mm-hmm. the memes. It's just like, I wish I had a stalker. Did you, you know, season two is out now, right? I haven't seen it. I yeah. heard it was out yet. I was watching it before we congregated together and I was just like, oh my God. Oh my God. So you'll you'll enjoy it, okay, maybe. Good. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I think like, I don't know. I, I feel like our perception of like the way Hollywood sees relationships too is something that like we fall into. Except for like Acrimony. I don't know if you saw that movie. No, I didn't. Oh my God, Amaris. You have to see Acrimony. Okay. Um, Tyler Perry made the movie, but um, it's a... Oh, you you can you can totally resonate with it in in one way or another. But basically, it's a woman who was married and like gave her entire life to this guy for one stupid invention, and then like he messes up. Or oh, I saw it! I saw it! You I saw, saw the saw movie. It. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I remember seeing it because like they're struggling, right? And he keeps going and going and going, and then like finally it like hits off. Like right after head. she kicks him out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I was like. I remember at the time I was in a relationship and I turned to my partner and I was like, if you ever do that to me, that's what I'm going to do. Because, you know, she dies at the end. Yeah. So, um, I was like, this is what relationships are in real life in one way or another. Yeah. Um, so I, I guess, you know, we, we have that like put on us. But um, have you, I mean, everyone's been on dating apps before. Yeah. So how, how are your stories there? What's like the craziest thing you've gotten off there? Um, so it really depends. So me and my ex actually met off of the dating app. Mm -hmm. Um, so we met off of OkCupid, which like now no one uses. That's how long ago I first started online dating. Um, so then when I started, when I went back on it this year, I did Tinder. And then I, like, I tried OkCupid again. I'm like, this app freaking sucks. So we're just going to delete this. Better than Plenty of Fish. Do you remember Plenty of Fish? I remember Plenty of Fish because I I was on Plenty of Fish. I was like. It was all like really gross people. I mean, back when I was using it, and, like, even Nicole will say, like, there were some pretty okay people in there, and then all like of a sudden... Like, hidden in a sea of, like, gross yeah, people. Yeah, now <laughs> it is. Now it's super gross. But I feel like, I don't know, there was such a small niche at the time for gay people to be on mm. Plenty of Fish, and, mm-hmm. like, people just congregated on, like, apps like Boy Ahoy and, like, Grindr. Yeah. I remember you talking about Grindr. Yeah. yeah. Grindr has its own set of, like... It's, like, a lawless land. Yeah. Um, but anyways, continue. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, like, now I tried Tinder. I did Hinge. Oh, yeah. And then I, like I just started using Bumble. And I think really? Bumble right now is my favorite so far. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really hesitant to use Bumble because I didn't like the idea that girls message first. I like I was not into it, and like the first time going, I was like, okay, like let me just try it. And the first time, couple like the first week going on it, it honestly gave me an anxiety attack because you have twenty four hours to message them, and then they have twenty four hours to message you back. So I would forget 
And then I'd go on there and all my matches were expired. Oh, and I was yeah. like, fuck. And then you can't message them. Right. So I was like, well, so now I like just started using it where I'm like, okay, I think I got the hang of it. And I actually don't match with anyone until I'm through with my matches. Mm. So like once a conversation ends or like the conversations that I have going, like aren't going anywhere and like I match or whatever, then I'll match with more people so that like. I don't freak out because I'm like, this is too much. Did you hear about the, um, it happened on Bumble. There was a, a teacher who, this was during the strike, the teacher strike okay. this year. And she, uh, I guess, posted her photo of when she was striking or whatever. And this guy had her up on Bumble and was just like a dick to her. Really? And just saying like, oh, I like that you're a teacher. That means you could be a stay-at-home mom eventually. Like just totally demeaning her like uh-huh. profession. And so she posted it. Right. And then Bumble was just like, we're sorry that you had to deal with such a like pretentious douche and then donated money to the teachers. You know, that's awesome, though. Yeah. I was like, OK, people are assholes on dating apps. They really are. They honestly are like, ugh, like, I hate it. It's just like one of those things where I'm like, if you're not going to say this to someone in real life, like, what do you do you honestly think it's OK to say it to them? Like online those keyboard killers, man, they they're honestly horrible. They really so I think are. like one of the funniest how raunchy can I be on this? Go for it. Okay. So I don't know if I told you this. I know I for sure told Mike and Nicole. Nicole <laughs> still freaking brings it up. She brought it up like a week ago. So like when I first started online dating, this guy sent me a message and he's like, can you sit on my face so I can eat my oh, way to your heart? I heard. Yeah, she told me about this. She told you that? Yeah. That bitch. <laughs> I was like, that is so Just kidding, Nicole. Funny. I love you. That was so funny. Like Mike died laughing and nicole literally brought it up like two weeks ago yeah that's when she brought it up to me too i was just like oh my god she's like do you remember that one time this guy told you to sit i'm like on his face yep she's like i will never forget that neither will i that's Um, that's that's a great line though you have to admit i mean creepy it was creepy but okay like it was clever yeah like yeah so i think that was it and then i've gone on like some really horrible dates that are just like I was just telling my parents about a date that I went on recently, actually, where we met off of, I want to say it was Hinge, and we went to go get a drink, and from the beginning, like, he was just a dick, like, full-on a dick, and I was like, I'm just going to cut the date short, Mm -hmm. like, I'll only stay for, like, a little bit, because I also didn't want to be rude and just leave, but, like, the more he talked, like, the more I hated him. Yeah. And, like, one of the things that he said, like, we were talking about traveling, and I've been lucky enough this year to go to, like, travel, like, a bit. Um, and so, like, we were talking, he was, like, he got really mad for some reason, and he looked at me, and I was, like, what? He's, like, oh, I'm just thinking how easy it must be to travel when you have a job that everyone can do. What? Yeah. And I just stared at him, and I was, like, oh, my fucking God. And, like, I would like to think I'm a pretty nice person. Yeah. But once you get me to that point, I'm a royal bitch. (laughs) And I was like, okay, bud, you want to play this game? Let's fucking go. Mm -hmm. So then I was just like, "Mm, not necessarily, but considering I run, like, a company that makes, like, $4 million a year, my owners are pretty good at just letting me work remotely with my laptop. Thanks. And then I was just like, but how's, like, your job? Like, tell me about it. I'm like, you're a chef, right? Because he wrote that he was a chef. Uh And he was telling me what he does on on a day-to-day. 
he's like puffing himself up like peacocking and shit and i was like oh i'm like i'm really glad you like your job but that's not really a chef right that's more like a line cook (laughs) and you just saw him like sink and he was just like yeah i'm a line cook i was like oh that's awesome that you love your job Like, you want to play, buddy? Two can play this game. I feel like guys do that a lot to, like, try and, like, make it seem like they're big and bad or, like, establish some sort of dominance. But, like, that shit is for the jungle. Like, feces throwing is not a thing. Like... It honestly isn't. Like, it's that thing where, like, you catch more flies with, like, what is it? With, like, honey? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I like like a man that can lead... And it is, and, like, they are very manly and Mm -hmm. stuff like that, but, like, you can't force it. Right. Like, you can't pretend to be something that you're not, and it's, like, it's not even that. Like, I would never talk down to someone on their job, like, on what they do. Like, Mm. absolutely not. Like, I would never do that. But now, since you're taking jabs at me, I'm going to take a little jab at you. Yeah. Just to, like, give you a taste of your own medicine, you know? Because, like, that was fucked up. Yeah. So, I can't. Oh, I hate people like that. So, Oscar from Chicago, if you're hearing this, you're a fucking dick. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, I would say so. I've been on some interesting dates. There was one that I regret, um, and that was when I first moved to North Carolina. And like this guy was really nice. He was a cook too, and um, I just I wasn't feeling it, and so I felt like a dick. But like. I, I didn't really ghost him, but I just like like we just didn't text each other back mm-hmm. after the date. And he was he was really nice, but I felt really, really bad. And so I texted him three months later and like clearly didn't respond. But I was like, I'm really sorry. I hope I didn't hurt your feelings. Clearly I did. Um Of course you hurt his feelings. Yeah. And you live and you learn. And I mean, I just I wasn't feeling it. I don't know what was going on with me at the time. I think I was just like new place. I was like anxious and just it was just a But weird... why not? Okay, but like, here's the thing from like a guy's perspective though, like, mm-hmm. why not just tell him? I, it's not that I didn't tell him, like, we didn't schedule another date. So, okay. I, so, so it was like you never hinted that you like were into it. Right. And he tried to kiss okay. me in the car, and I was like, I just did it. Okay. So that's different. Like, yeah. that's completely, cause like, I think that's totally fine. Um, but like, I also hate when they're like, oh, like, it was great. Like, I had a good time. Like, we should do this again. And then they ghost you. Yeah. Like, I hate that. So it's, like, for me, like, when it comes down to that, like, I would rather just someone be honest versus then, like, saying something. Yeah. Or, like, I'm sorry, than like, not saying something. Right. And I mean, girl, I can go on and on about dates that I've gone on. And then, like, I see these people out in public and I'm like, oh, no, shit. But this is like when I was younger, right? So, like, for me, it just, I wasn't thinking about other people I was thinking about like myself at the mm-hmm. time um but I will say that there are a few and far between where I've had like really good dates there was a date that I went on like before I actually got into my relationship and the guy seemed like really cool um but he was only looking for sex and like at the time I was on Lexapro and so I like couldn't <laughs> do mm-hmm. anything um and so we drank and like we went back to his place I actually had a pretty good time um but we scheduled for another date, and I was like, okay, just let me know what time. And he said he would let me know and never did. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, fuck you. And then when I went back on the app later, this is, again, before my relationship, I was, like, on there, and he was hitting me up, like, no, thank you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you basically ghosted me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I was like, that's just shitty. But I was like, I also get it, right? Like, if I wasn't... What interest- he was looking for? Right. But, like, just because I didn't give you sex, like, you're going to be upset. Oh, that yeah. literally happens to me all the time. Yeah. Like, literally within the span of one, two weeks, I had, mm-hmm. like, two guys cancel, like, dates that they had set up because right. I told them I wouldn't hook up with them. And it's just like, okay. Like, this one guy was just like, oh, like, do you want to hang out? Blah, blah, blah. Because, like, we talked for, like, a while. And he's like, yeah, like, what do you want to do? I'm like, oh, we can go see a movie, blah, blah, blah. He's like, or you can come over. And he kind of, like, insinuated to that. And mm-hmm. I, like, tried to play it off as a joke. I was like, well, like, I could. I'm like, but we can't do anything because I'm on my period. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, well, maybe we should just wait for a different time then. This man. I was like, okay. Okay. What a clown. I'm like, all right, then, fine. Um, but yeah, like, I hate that. But like, I think that for dating, because you said that's not how you were when you were dating younger. I think that like, dating is super complicated. Yeah. And everyone does it differently. But I think for me, like, I'm a pretty upfront person. Mm -hmm. And like, I've been told so many times, like, I don't know how to play the game. (laughs) Like, quote, unquote. They're like, you don't know how to play the game. Like, that's why like... It doesn't, like, really work out. Like, guys like this, guy like guys like that. But it's just, like, what game? Like, I like the fact that people approach it as a game, like, already turns me off. Yeah. Because I'm, like, it's not... Like, you're dealing with people's emotions. Right. Like, it's not a game. Like, it's okay to date, to, like, have fun. But, like, you need to make your intentions, like, clear from mm-hmm. the beginning. Like, I still talk to some guys because, like, I am dating right now. And they're, like, hey, like, I'm not looking for a relationship. Okay, cool. We can still chill, like, we can still, like, hang out, but now I know how much to invest into right. you. Versus, like, someone that's just, like, I want a relationship, like, I want to try. Like, when people say that, I automatically invest more into them. So it's, like, if you're lying, like, that shit hurts. Yeah. And I will say, I think, like, it makes me think of the the opposite spectrum, too, right? That's really frustrating. So my friend was telling me this story about this radio, uh, I forgot what channel it was, but essentially they like have callers call in and I think it's like the ghosting segment or whatever. Waiting by the phone? I think so. I don't know. Where you like go on a date and then they never call you back and then they call the other person to see why they never called you I back? I think so. Yeah. Oh my God. It's called waiting by the phone. I love it. Okay. I love it. <laughs> so I don't know if you heard the story, but basically there was a guy who was really attracted to this girl. And so I don't know if his, the friend like set them up or whatever. And so she, he was really invested. And part of it, I think what it came down to was the fact that she was attractive. And so she took him, she said, let's go to this restaurant. And so he took her there and then she was just completely disrespectful to the waiter or waitress and like was just rude the entire time. And, you know, at the end of the day, he like wanted to see if they could like go on a second date. And so like, she's like, no, no, thank you. And so he was trying to figure out what he did wrong. And so they called her and they were like, hey, we know you went on this date. And she's like, I'm just not interested. Like, it's not something I want. And they were trying to figure out why. And she's like, okay, this is what this is. I play a game on all these guys, and it's a test. And she said the restaurant where they went to, her friend works as a waitress. And she does this to every date that she's on in hopes that the man will put her in her place or, like, Say say something. And she's like, very few men do that because I'm very attractive and I know I'm attractive. And so I want to be with somebody who has some sort of like... Backbone? I guess. 
Um, and so I was like, my friend was telling me about it and she's like, that's what I'm gonna start doing, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I just don't see that being right. Like no. you're driving people away, but like, it makes sense, right? Like she's an attractive woman. And if you're only just putting up with her bullshit because she's attractive, that is problematic. Yes, but I don't think that's like a first, I don't know. Like, I think it just depends, but like. I think there's better ways to go around it versus them putting people through a test. Mm-hmm. Because honestly, first of all, like, fuck you. Why would I have to pass your test? Like, who do you think you are? Yeah. So, like, that's, like, my first mentality on that. Like, I like I think that that's also... I, I think that when you're attracted to someone, when you're physically attracted to someone, instinctively, you kind of already give that person a second chance. Yeah. So, like, I can understand a little bit, but, like, I think the way that she's going about it is wrong. Yeah. Because, like I said, like, dating is hard in general. Mm-hmm. So, like, when you're fucking with people's emotions, like, that's not okay. And, like, I just had a big argument with my sister because mm. I went on this date, first of all, in St. Louis. Because, okay. like, we matched when he was here. And then, like, he told me, like, after a couple of days when I was like, oh, like, where are you from? He's like, well, I'm actually not from here. I'm from St. Louis. I was here for like the holidays Mm -hmm. and then we're trying to figure out like when to meet blah 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 we talked all the time so like i went to st louis and then when i came back from st louis it was a great day like when i came back from st louis like it kind of like changed a little bit like Mm -hmm. the dynamic changed so i was pretty upfront and like a couple days and i was like hey like i like you and i want to give this like a genuine chance to like see where this goes like if that's not something that you're that you want i'm like just let me know because i don't want to put an effort that like you don't want and he's like no i want to try too so then but it's like the same thing it's just like you say you want to try but there's no actual effort behind it so i was talking to my sister about it she's like oh like it just could be like a lot of different things and then she was just like, or he actually could just not give a shit because I'm like that sometimes too. And I was just like, fuck you. <laughs> She's like, what? I'm like, you're a shitty ass person. Yeah. And we got into like a big argument over it. She's like, some people don't take these things as seriously as you. I'm like, mm-hmm. but I don't understand why. Like you're fucking with someone's emotions. Like if you don't know, then sure. Okay. Because like we all fuck up at some point, but like if someone is being clear and honest with you with what they want Mm -hmm. and you like entertain them without actually being like what you want, like bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for me, I went on a date with someone. I went on two dates. He was super nice. Like the first date, like I'm constantly late. I'm a perpetually late person. You know that. Like, I've stopped giving excuses. Like, it got to the point where, like, I told my friend, I was like, I'm late because I am the person that I am when I texted her. But I was running late for, like, a genuine excuse. So, like, I felt, like, super, super bad. And he waited for, like, half an hour, took Mm -hmm. me to, like, a really nice restaurant, like, got really good food. It was super nice. But, like, I wasn't really, like, feeling it as, like, Mm -hmm. more than a friend. Yeah. And then I was just like, oh, like, I don't know. And then, like, at the end, he said something super sweet. He was like, I was like, oh, like, thank you so much for waiting for me. Like, I'm, again, really sorry. I was like, he's like, that's okay. It was worth it. And I was like, oh, okay, fine. Like, then he asked me to, like, hang out again. And I was like, okay, like, let me try one more time. Mm -hmm. You know? And then, like, by the second day, I, like, I, I wasn't feeling it as more than a friend. Yeah. So then, like, I told him. And I was like, hey, like you're really nice and like I was honest I was actually really honest with him and by the time I was talking to like a different person and I was like I 
really like talking to this one person and I want to see this through Mm -hmm. and I know myself and I know that I don't like I can't like talk to more than one person at a time Mm -hmm. I was like because that's I'm like I'm not going to put any real effort into you and that's not fair to you because you're a really nice guy so I was like so if you would like like we can still be friends but if you don't like I understand that and he was actually like really nice about it he was Mm -hmm. like this actually made me super happy I would love to be your friend um so then like we still talk as friends and like we're still friendly but like for me like that's a better way to go about it than just flat out ghosting someone yeah and i've been guilty of ghosting but i feel like a lot of people have most people have like i've i have ghosted but i won't ghost you after a certain time yeah like if we've gone on more than one like if we i will ghost you if we're just talking Mm -hmm. if we have hung out like in person like i'm not gonna ghost you yeah and i will say like (laughs) so one of the things that happened when i was dating was that there was this guy and he was really nice and like i have no issues with him um, but like we kind of just dissipated, like we just didn't text each other back. I probably should have texted him. Um, but one of the things that just kept bothering me was just like, he would say certain things like, oh, that's what not like normal people wouldn't say or something that people would like, I'd be like, well, I just got a relationship. I feel like I'm broken. Um, so I think it's hard for me to date. And I was honest about that. Mm-hmm. And he was just like, that's just not something you should tell somebody that you're seeing. And I was just like, then who the fuck am I going to tell? <laughs> like, yeah. Um, so th- those are those moments, but I'm going to ask you, what is like the worst, like when you were in a relationship, what is one of the worst things that you've had to like deal with? When I was in a relationship? Mm-hmm. Like, what are we talking about? Just like anything that like this frustrates you that that happened in your relationship. Um, I think that for me, a big issue in our relationship was that I, like, you know me. Mm -hmm. I have a very, I can have a very strong personality. And that's not a bad thing. I don't think it's a bad thing. I just think that I need someone that can keep up with what I want in life. Mm -hmm. And in my relationship, like, he wasn't going to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. Like, he was a very passive person. He was a very conformist person. Mm -hmm. Like, he and, like, his job didn't do anything to change it. Didn't, like, make enough money to, like, support himself. Like, and I was just, like, I kept finding myself in a mother role. Mm. And for me, that is the worst thing imaginable because I have been in a mother role to my sister since I was, like, seven. Yeah. I don't want to be in a relationship with someone that I have to be a mother to. I want a partner. So, like, for me, it's like I need you to step up when it merits to step up. And it wasn't just, like, he wouldn't step up. It's just, like, not only would he not step up, but he would hate the fact that I had the more dominant personality. That's rough. So, it was... Yeah. So, like, I remember one time... Uh, like, I don't want to get into details of, like, mm-hmm. what he did. But it was a, he did something that was really fucked up and mm-hmm. really, really disrespectful. And in that moment, I felt completely disrespected that I just... We were in my room, and I just sat there on my bed and started crying. Mm-hmm. And I remember telling him, I'm like, I don't understand why you do this. Like, I'm your fiancé. I'm supposed to be your partner. Like, why do you constantly go out of your way to make yourself feel better by making me feel like shit? Mm-hmm. 
And it was just one of those things where like I told him, I'm like, you're constantly trying to prove that you're macho, that you're the man, and you don't care if it comes at my expense. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, it, like, it was both. Like you won't step up, but then you get mad that the person that has to step up, like you don't give me another option. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like for me, like that's one thing. Like if I meet a guy and they have like any of those characteristics, I'm like, no, thank you. Because I'm not looking to, I'm not looking for a son. I'm looking yeah. for a partner. That's like, that resonates with me in so many levels because so in my relationship that I had back in North Carolina, and I mean, you met him, mm-hmm. um, but you know, there were a lot of issues in that relationship, mainly because, like, actually, I'm not really sure why there were problems, honestly, but there there were, and a lot of it had to do with the fact that, like, I would, I, I guess, because I do have a strong personality, and part of the things that I would say is, like, you know, hold yourself accountable for certain things, mm-hmm. and so, like, one of the things that I really hated was just, like, lightness and I was just like can you just let me know and like that was a big issue but one of the things that like destroyed me in that relationship aside from like just the bullshit that came out of his mouth was we were sitting in the car and this is we were actually planning like moving in together later that year like I thought I was going to marry this person and thank god I did not yeah um he was like a huge mama's boy and like did not work a real job like he was a leasing agent and, like, was in school to, like, do something with ecology. And so I was like, that's your career. Like, that's what you want to do. And I was like, just be mindful of that. Um, and, like, his whole thing was that his job was making him feel more confident. And I was like, that's fine. But you're in college for this specific thing. And so just keep that in mind. And so it just, like, turned this whole thing. And we were planning on living together. Finding housing was difficult. Um... And what ended up happening was, like, we got in, like, a huge argument, like, the day before. And he was just, like, it was about fucking white chairs. And I was just, like, I have chairs at my house. Like, why do we need to get rid of stuff? Like, we don't have, we're not rolling in dough here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for him, it's like, I want to start new. But, like, that's fine. But we have stuff. And so it was just this whole predicament. But then I remember sitting in the car and, like, he was just saying, like, I make... Or, or I look unhappy consistently. And I was like, that's just how my face is. I have, like, resting bitch face sometimes. Same. Yeah. And, like, people misconstrue that. But one of the things that he was, like, going in on was just, like, you never look like you're having fun. I was like, I literally tell you I'm having fun. Like, I don't know what you want from me. And then proceeded to then say that, you know, I was a financial burden on his life. Wow. Because I had student loans and a dog. Ryder, like, yeah. Do you hear that? <laughs> I was like, "Are you fucking?" Ser-? I like. I looked at him like, "Are you serious?" I was like, "Sorry, you're very privileged. Your mom pays for your college. Mm. Like, you you get things handed to you pretty often, and you blow your fucking money on shit on Wish and like other clothing stores." And I was like, "You should be saving some of it." Mm-hmm. And like, that was like one small fight, but like, uh, you know the relationship was heading towards the end. Yeah. And so part of me was like super fucking angry about that. Um, and so I wanted to share that cause I wanted you to know that like, yes, men suck. And they honestly do. <laughs> no offense. Yeah. Y'all are the worst. I mean, they are. And I will say that like, I think, I don't know. I, I do my best to try and like, not hurt people's feelings in a mm-hmm. relationship, but sometimes I have to break it down for a motherfucker. Like, 
it just it has to happen. I think that's I think like though like that's a that's a legit reason mm-hmm. because when me and my ex ended, we did not end, which really sucks because like I like I've always said it and I honestly will always say it like I will always love him. I'm just never going to be in love with him again. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And th- there's a difference. Um but like when we ended, I remember we were like we met up to like give each other the stuff back and we were in the parking lot like outside my job and he just went off like he was yelling at me in public like he was saying how everything was my fault like everything that I ever said to him was like flipped and turned and he was just like you told me to like go to therapy I'm like because you needed therapy yeah like you said that you didn't want to listen to my issues I'm like no I listened to your issues I told you you still probably needed therapy because I thought you needed like if you needed medication you needed to go to someone that could prescribe that mm-hmm. and then he's like something 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 he's like you only wanted to go to couples counseling like when you wanted to I'm like uh we were really busy with our schedules and yes I wanted to go I brought up couples counseling when we argued because that's when we needed like a non-biased view i'm like Mm. that's what you do and it just became like a blaming game yeah and like i remember we texted like a month later after that and it was the same thing and like that's the last time i ever talked to him like i told him i was just like listen like you are not all to blame for how this relationship ended and i'm not all to blame I'm like, but you need to grow up and take fucking responsibility for how you behave. Yeah. Because I can guarantee you to your family, I it's me. It's 100% me. Yeah. I'm like, versus my mom knows everything that I did. And like, that's the thing. It's just like, it's, it's okay. Like if stuff doesn't end well, mm-hmm. but I think that like, it's different when you're in a relationship than yeah. when you're just dating. I think when you're just dating, there's less emotional baggage and there's less stuff that, like, is tied into it because you guys don't have that much history. Yeah. So, like, are you going to hurt someone's feelings if you end something? Yeah, probably. But you know what's going to hurt someone's feelings even more? If you drag them on for months. Yeah. And I think in in my case, I mean, my relationship ended because I kind of forced it to end. Um, Me too. Yeah, and I was just like, it was one of those things where literally it was the weekend I like I had missed him and I wanted just to talk, and one of the things that occurred was that he wouldn't pick up the phone, and he's like, oh, I'm doing this, oh, I'm doing this, oh, I'm doing this, and I was just like, what the fuck is going on? And I should have saw the red flags because like, when we went on a break earlier that year, and one of the things that I had noticed was that like, he had opened up this photo of this guy, and he's like, oh, doesn't his nose look really nice? And I was like, what the fuck. And it was a Tinder profile. It's like, why were you on Tinder? Mm-hmm. And he was just like, well, I wanted to show my friend what Tinder was because she's never been on Tinder. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, weird. But then, like, it just turned into this whole thing where, like, I had tried to call him. I'm like, I haven't heard from you all day. Just wanted to see how you were doing. And he's like, don't I get a break? And I was like, what does that mean? I was like, so you fucked. And this is when I was, like, being petty. I was like, oh, you want a fucking break? And so I didn't even talk to him for the whole day. And then I like, called him later and I was like, listen, like, that hurt my feelings. And like, the, it didn't resonate with him. But what, what the aftermath was, it, of course, was a breakup. But for me, later down the road, I was like, you know, that second like, thing in your head where it's just like, 
oh, you're like, you're never going to be loved again. Like go back in your relationship. Like that's what it was. And I was going back trying yeah. to like get the love back. And I was already on my way to like leaving the state. So like it wasn't going to work out regardless. Mm-hmm. But one of the things that he had told me is like, I'm never going to date again. And like a lot of the situations in our relationship, yes, it takes two to tango to fuck shit up. But for me, I was like, you don't take responsibility for the shit that you do. And on top of it, like, there were times where he was just like, you're just being a victim. Stop, stop like, playing the victim. And mm-hmm. I'm like, you're being an asshole. And I'm telling you you're being an asshole. Mm-hmm. It's not me playing the victim. I'm telling you how your actions affected me. Um, and so, like, needless to say, when he had told me, he's like, yeah, I'm probably not going to date for a long time. I'm like, I can't. Like, my heart hurts from it. And his ass got in a relationship a month later and is now engaged to this guy who has money, clearly. And mm-hmm. I was like, so that's what you were looking for. Like, you just wanted money. Mm-hmm. Um, or to be in a relationship where somebody has money to take care of you. Yeah. I think that, like, something that I've learned, and it's, like, it's been, like, a process because, okay, so, like, me and my ex ended in April. Mm-hmm. And I met someone like the same time that was ending and I saw him from April to June Mm -hmm. and then I was like I can't do this because like honestly like he hurt more than my ex Mm -hmm. and then when that ended I was a fucking I like I told you about him like I was a fucking mess like I went off all apps I literally cried every single night and then I was just like I'm just gonna like step away and like not do this for a while And I think, like, in that process, and, like, now, it's still hard for me to, like... Because, like, when I like someone, I'm I'm an all-in type of person. Like, Mm -hmm. if I like you, like, I want to talk to you. I want to hang out with you. Like, it's pretty obvious that I like you. But, like, I think that with my ex and with the guy after that, like, I'm starting to learn. Like, I know it, but it's just hard to, like, implement it into your life, like, right away. That, like, people change and people behave properly for who they want to yeah and like that's something that like it sucks when you're not that person and like you want to be that person yeah so like with my ex i remember like towards the end he told me he's like i'm not gonna be able like hey i'm not gonna be able to come see you that much because so he lived like about 45 to like an hour away depending on traffic Mm -hmm. he's like because um like, we had to... His truck broke down. He had to go back to using the car, um, like, his parents' car. So, he's, like, it's on low mileage insurance. Mm-hmm. It's, like, so I'm not going to be able to come see you that often. Okay. Two days after we broke up, he told me he'd met someone. And the way he talked about her, like, she's a nice Christian girl who loves Disney and cars, and we have the same sense of humor. I'm, like, when'd you meet her? After we broke up? Yeah. Fucking liar. Because you don't talk about someone like that yeah. that you just met, like... 24 hours ago we've been broken up for less than two days and then like he's like yeah like i have a date with her next friday and we like try to do the whole we're gonna stay friends type of thing but it's hard it's hard and we still like shared our locations with each other so his location next friday would put him in effingham illinois which is four and a half hours yeah that's fucking far we drove through it so I was like, you can't come see me mm-hmm. when I'm 45 minutes away, but you can go down to Effingham, Illinois to see her. Okay. Like people are going to act the way that they want to act and like the proper way and do things properly for who they want to. Right. Like they're never like you can 
be with someone for like 10 years and try and try and try and try and try and they can turn around and meet someone and Mm -hmm. they're like a brand new person yeah and i feel like it, it relates really heavily right to like toxic relationships and knowing when the end is the end mm-hmm. right and so a lot of the toxic relationships I mean we've all been through one toxic relationship or another mm-hmm. right and so f- for me like you're right right you'll do what you want to do and you don't want to s- you spare people's feelings in that situation but at the end of the day like if you're exposed you're fucking exposed mm-hmm. um, and so it's uh, it's rough and I mean I think going into 2020 right with hindsight like there's some specific goals that people need to have if they're going to be dating because I think a variety of things impact our ability to date, right? And so many things impact yeah. like our ability to date, like dating apps. Yeah, I mean, dating apps. Honestly, like it's like I'm on them and like it's fun. Like I'm not gonna lie to you, dating is fun. Like, but it also is tiring. Mm-hmm. It's so tiring. It's so exhausting, and it's like one of those things where it's just like. You need to be clear with people with what you want. Like, mm-hmm. that's my, like, main thing. And I was listening to, like, because you know I'm religious. I was yeah. listening to, like, a sermon and they were talking about dating. And it was just, like, you need to go into it with clarity and intention. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to be clear about your intentions. And I think that's something that, like, people aren't really doing. And I think that, like, that's where you get, like, a lot of people getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Because, like, if I'm over here looking for like a serious relationship and you're over here just looking for a hookup but you'll lie to me to hook up yeah like that you could find someone that just wants to hook up yeah you know what i mean and like i don't know like for me like that's that's a big one and i think that another thing that like hinders the way that we date is because it's just so quick yeah and everyone is non-committal like right. because you're constantly like like, you'll go on dates and, like, you'll be talking to someone for, like, a month or something, but they're still talking to other people. Yeah. You're still talking to other people. So, like, no one's actually getting your full investment. Mm-hmm. So, like, how do you want anything to actually be real right. if you're dispersing your attention and your affection to multiple people? And, yeah, it makes me think of, like, my sister's situation, right? She went on a date recently, and this guy she thought was nice right he was like i'm looking for a relationship like i i'm not into hookups you know yada 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 and so she was on this date she had a great time on this date and then all of a sudden she doesn't really hear from him that much and then he'll text her at the end of the week and was like oh hey sorry things just at work weren't working out whatever blah blah and then fast forward to like he's like oh send me a, a nice picture of you or send like and then he'll send her a dick pic and she's like what the fuck like, I didn't ask for this. You wanted a certain thing, and clearly you clearly want to hook up, even mm-hmm. though your profile says no hookups. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with people like that? Like, mm-hmm. I don't get it. Like, what, you see someone attractive, and you're just like, well, I didn't enjoy the date, but, you know, they're bangable, so. Yeah. And that's just, that's, I think, like, it says a lot about our culture and the things that we're seeing today. But I feel like there's the opposite aspect, too. Because if you think about it, like, relationship-wise, People are more willing to stay in a toxic relationship than actually jump on the bandwagon and, and date someone else. And, like, that, I think that's indicative of, like, a lot of our families that we see today and, like, later on the line, divorcing. 
Yeah, I think it is, but I also think it's also because of how dating is now. Mm -hmm. Because honestly, there have been like so many times where like I have done the same thing you did and like I second guessed and I was like, I should have just stayed with him. Yeah. Like I should have just stayed with him. I wouldn't have to be going through this. Like I could have put up with it. Like, and it's just because like either way, you're kind of going through the same thing, but when you're just dating someone, you're going through the same shit you were going through with your partner without the stability of having a partner. Yeah. Yeah, that's so true. I feel like it's easier to be in a relationship where someone is there mm -hmm. than having to deal with it on your own. But then mm -hmm. again, like if the person that's in that space is annoying and you don't like them, you're like, uh, this just makes it. Yeah, it's like between again. a rock and like a hard place. Yeah. Because like I think that's what like took me so long like I think looking back on my relationship like it should have ended like way way before and mm -hmm. like two of my friends like you know what they're like yeah like we we knew this was gonna end like a long time ago she's like you weren't in it like um stuff like that so it's like but like you stay with someone because it's comfortable yeah and because it's like something that you know and then also like for me it was a lot of like it's been like almost three years like, I'm pretty committed to this person. Like, we should be able to fight through it and we should be mm -hmm. able to, like, work on it. But I think that sometimes, like, it doesn't work. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, like, it's better. Like, looking back on it, I'm like, it sucks sometimes, especially the holiday season because it was, like, the first holiday without him. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not in love with him, but, like, I still miss having you around. Like, you were mm. my best friend for three years, you know? So I think, but, like, then I think back on it. I'm like, well, I'd rather it end now than end two years down the road when we actually have to get divorced. And, like, God forbid we had a kid and now we have to deal with that. Yeah. So. I guess a blessing in disguise. Yeah, it's, like, it's yeah. a weird blessing in disguise. But when it comes to dating, it's just, I don't know. I didn't think I'd have to be here again, but here I am. And it's <laughs> been the fucking whirlwind. <laughs> like, it's been so weird and so complicated that I'm just, like... Bro, what the fuck? So what would you say are your, like, 2020 goals for dating? Um, this year? Or next year? I think that... It's really hard for me. Because, like, something I want to do, like, I don't know if it's... So, like, you know how I told you I'm, like, a pretty all-in type of person? Yeah. It's really hard for me to change that. Mm -hmm. So, like, that's, like, that's literally the situation I find myself in now. So, it's, like, how do you cut yourself off from being that type of person when, like, people aren't like that, too, Yeah. You know? So, like, that's really hard. Um, but it's something that, like, I want to work on. Um, and then I think just kind of a personal goal for me, and it's, like, really weird, but I'm going to be, like, super honest, is not hooking up with people. Mm. Because it honestly makes me feel like shit. Yeah. it After a while, the fun is like out the it's door. It's not fun anymore. Yeah. Like, it honestly just makes me feel like shit. Yeah. And so, like, recently, like, af like after, like, everything happened with, like, um, the last guy, I was just like, you know what? Like, I don't like this. Like, this is not fun. Mm -hmm. Like, hooking up with someone and then, like, playing, like, the waiting game for them to see if, like, they're still interested and then, like, they're not. And yeah. then, like, it just, like, it makes me feel really worthless. So I'm, like, I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. In gay relationships or in situations like that with gay dating, like, last New Year's, I was still, like, trying to figure stuff out. I accidentally, like, 
walked in on like a three-way that was about to happen last new year's yeah and i was like i'm my phone is ringing i gotta go i actually like ran out of there um because i thought i was just gonna chill and hang out with these like gay dudes but that Mm -hmm. was not what was gonna happen Mm -hmm. um and so like the expectation is is very different but i will say that i think like especially with hookups especially in our culture what you tend to see is like it's like a transaction it's very business like like okay here let's do it okay got what i wanted and gone um how shitty is that it really is shitty and like some people are perfectly okay with it and i'm just like okay like can we talk um like right yeah so i mean there was a a time where i have hooked up with somebody and like i was just telling them why i moved over here and like what like just a small glimpse he's like oh so you're running away from your problems and i was like okay dude we just hooked up like you don't need to be a dick mm-hmm. <laughs> um so there's that but on the horizon of things there's always something better out there i guess mm-hmm. and like i said like tying it back to the beginning that's why we all do it right mm-hmm. that's why we all put up with it yeah. like because there's so much like and granted like not all of it has been bad mm-hmm. but i think that like it gets like like how I said, like we all do it because the end goal is supposed to be good. Yeah. And that's why we put up with it. True. Which is like bleak at the same time. It is. Yeah. But then like if you like I'm I go on like Instagram a lot and like try to read like really positive like yeah. quotes and like really motivating quotes when it comes to relationship. So like one of my favorite accounts to follow is like a girl get over him or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's just like there was this one one time that like I said there's like 10 years from now, you're going to wake up on Sunday um, with, like, the love of your life, and you're going to make pancakes, and everything's going to be okay. And I'm like, okay. One day. One day, we're going to wake up, and we're going to make pancakes. (laughs) I love that. Um, Well, we're about that time where we got to end in the show. Um, What is one thing you want to be true for your dating moving forward? Um, I think for me, I want to keep dating with clarity and with intention Mm. and i think that backfires a lot on me yeah um because i think people aren't used to it i think people are still used to those games and for me like i tried it and it doesn't work yeah and like i tried like shutting down my feelings and it doesn't work so i think that like i'd rather still like be like okay like i try like Mm -hmm. i actually tried and it just didn't work versus, like, I didn't really give a shit. You know what yeah. I mean? So I think that's, like, moving forward, that's still my thing. It's just, like, date with intention and date with clarity. And I love that. don't hurt people and try not to hurt people in the process. You heard it here, y'all. Date with clarity and intention. And don't be a dick and hurt someone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I want to thank you, Emmerice, for being on the fourth episode Yay! Yeah. Number three and four. Yeah. She's a, a celeb, roll. y'all. A celeb. Whoop. Um, so as per usual, um, drop your socials and your project. So my social is ama underscore b underscore new. So ama, A-M-A underscore b underscore new. And that's for Instagram. Um, that's pretty much the only social that I have. And then my project is actually the Thinking Thick podcast. We're on season two. So that'd be Thinking Thick Podcast. It's on Spotify, Apple iTunes, um, SoundCloud, 
And the Instagram for that is Thinking Thick. And yeah, so it's a podcast about I do with my friend Lola, and it's the perspective of two plus size millennials of color on a bunch of different shit. And we talk a lot about dating on there. So you should check it out. Tune in. Um, and Adam, if you want to be a guest, yeah, and talk about aspects and of, how it is with gay dating. Yeah, I'm also in an interracial relationship, so I'm sure that could bring some sort of definitely, you know, perspective in there. Um, you can find me at Adam Owen Wonderland um, on Instagram. Don't find me on Facebook. All right, thanks everyone. Bye guys. Bye.